Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that I had a miracle cure that would guarantee you and your family living to a ripe old age whilst feeling vigorous, fit and fabulous. Would you be interested? Well, I do. It's called Healthy Living. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. Healthy Living for Families Made Easy. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. I hope you're feeling fabulous. Welcome to the beginning of 2021. Today, I want to talk about goal setting. It's amazing what you can achieve in a year. As I sit here and I look back to this time last year, which, oh my goodness, was before we had really even heard of COVID. I hadn't heard of COVID sitting in absolutely ignorant bliss and thinking about the the year ahead of me, I had absolutely no inkling of what was going to happen. But now as I sit here in 2021, and I look back and think about all the things that I have done in terms of health and wellness, I'm absolutely astounded. So this time last year, I was going to the swimming pool twice a week to do my swimming training. And we were walking backwards and forwards to school, which was a reasonable amount of walking. But that was essentially it. Now, obviously, as you know, COVID hit and we got stuck in our house for six weeks. And if you listen to last week's podcast, I'll tell you all about why I think everyone should get a sports watch and what happened there. But over the summer and now I have significantly increased the amount of exercise I do. So over the summer, I was swimming in the sea every single day, not just thanks to the sports watch. That obviously was because I had friends who wanted to swim and I wanted to join in. And because my children weren't going to what we call Casal summer school, it was easy for me to do. Whereas in normal years, I would have to get back a little bit earlier and get them to summer school. So if I look back to where I was a year ago and where I am now, I think, oh my goodness, just an amazing amount of difference. Now, in terms of my exercise, I am cycling. I'm still swimming, albeit not as much in the sea because it's the middle of winter and really freezing cold here at the moment. And I've even started running, which I'm super proud of. But more than that, I do things like a seven minute workout. So I'm making sure that during the day I'm doing movement and exercise. And so now is the time to look ahead and think, okay, what can I achieve in the year coming up? Now, you might be sitting there thinking, oh my goodness, coronavirus hit and we had far too many treats. Yes, so did we. We did lots of baking and particularly in the spring of last year, enjoying a beer or two in that summer sun or spring sun, more treats because we were inside. And I know that lots of people 
really have let exercise go because it is really easy to sit inside, particularly when our exercise is limited, we're not allowed outside and life is different. So for example, over the last three weeks, my kids have been off school. I've really had to focus on doing some exercise because we haven't been doing our routine exercise, which is cycling to school and back. So you might be one of those people who's thinking, okay, last year I took a bit of a hit in terms of my health and wellness, but this year, 2021, I'm prepared. I really want to make make it happen. So how do I do that? Well, I have been doing some health and wellness goal chats. You may have heard of this. So I offered out six and had six people. We came and chatted for half an hour and people absolutely loved it. Really amazing, positive feedback. Thank you, Alina. That was a really great chat. It's really given me clarity. So I have decided to open up and do another six of those, which will be over the next couple of weeks. So if you're interested, if you're on my email list, then just reply to one of those emails and tell me a little bit about yourself and tell me what time zone you're in, because that's super important when connecting on the internet. And if you're not, and you don't have time to chat, then I thought it would be a really good idea to just go through this exercise and break it down so that you can do it at home, because it is super simple on one level. It is much easier if you have somebody else to help you, because it can be a little bit overwhelming. So we're going to break it down into three steps. Step number one is the most exciting step. So step number one is to create that goal in your brain. Where do you want to get to? And it's a bit like a journey. So think a bit of this as, okay, I'm in Paris and I want to get to Barcelona, how am I going to get there? The first step is to decide, okay, we're going to Barcelona. That's where we're going on our journey. So you need to imagine where you are. I like to think of yourself at a crossroads. So you're standing here now and you can carry on in the same path that you're going, doing the same things, and you're going to get the same results. So if everything that you're doing in terms of nutrition and exercise is leading you to put on weight or being static in your weight, then that's how you're going to carry on. Or you can turn a little bit, go another fork in the crossroads, which is going to lead to this new and amazing destination. And you get to dream up your destination and you get to have fun with it. So it might be that you want to get fit, get your body thinner so that you can wear those amazing clothes that are hanging up in the wardrobe. So many people tell me this. I've got so many beautiful clothes. They're collecting dust. I want to get back into those amazing clothes. More than that, I want to feel good. I want to feel like I can move my body and that I feel toned and fit and have that capability of being able to do things like run after my kids or run to catch a train. Or for me, I've recently discovered the enjoyment of running, I kind of feel free when I'm running, which is surprising to me because I have to confess I am somebody who has always been a bit of a running phobe and I'm really loving it now. So think about where you want to get to. I want to get thin. I want to wake up. I want to feel fabulous. I want to feel full of energy. I want to have this kind of relationship with food. So for example, if you're somebody who feels that food just has a hold over me or a specific food has a hold over me. I want that relationship to be changed so that it's easy and I don't have that yearning, that craving for a particular food. And I want all of this to be easy and for me to do it without thinking about it. So you get to be a little bit fun, to have a little bit of fun and enjoy creating that vision of where you want to get to. 
And one of the things I would really encourage you to think about is when you've got there, what else is possible? And this question is what else is impossible, sorry, possible in all of my life? So for example, if you're an entrepreneur, it might be that you have more energy to pour into your business. If you're working, it might be that you have more energy to pour into your your work. And so you could get a promotion or get a a salary rise. It might be that family is really important to you and you're struggling with your relationships with your family or stress, angst, that kind of negative emotion in your family. And you'd like to get on top of that. But at the moment, you just don't have the energy, the capability to do it because you're spreading yourself too thin. And once you've got that energy back, that's something that you can address. So think about all the things that are possible. And they can be specific things like, I want to go and climb a mountain or I want to ride on a bike 20 miles. Set yourself a challenge and think, I would really love to do this. One of the things that I would really like to do when the world turns back to normal is to do this Camino de Santiago. The Camino de Santiago is historically a pilgrim route that runs from the east of Spain to the west of Spain along the Pyrenees to Santiago. And normally most people walk it, but you can actually do it on a bike. And I would love to do it on a bike. And I would love to do it on a bike with my children. So part of me cycling every single day um, is training for that experience that we're going to have, that holiday that we're going to book. Because it's not going to be much fun if my kids are not enjoying their cycling ride, or it's not going to be as fun. And if we're all in the place where we can just jump on bikes and cycle, I think it's going to be much more fun, much more enjoyable. And also, if you're saying, or if I'm saying, oh, you know what, I want to do this thing, I really love cycling, I don't need to wait for that moment. I can incorporate that into my life now. So I love cycling. I'm actually going to do it every single day, getting my kids to school and back. So that is step number one visualizing where you want to get to. Now, that is a great start, but there have been studies that show that if you are coaching somebody to get somewhere, then it's great to do that visualization. But what's even more important is understanding the steps that you need to take to get there. So let's go back to our analogy of driving from Paris to Barcelona you need to have a route in your mind. What motorways are you going to take to get there? Are you going to go via, let me say, Carcassonne? Or are you going to go via Bordeaux and go the East Route? So, you know, which cities are you going to go past? And which major roads are you going to take to get there? And there's one particular study where they looked at um, people thinking about, for example, exams. If I sit here and visualize doing really, really well at an exam, getting A's in my exam, that's great. But the people who actually sat and visualized the steps to get there, sitting down and working and being really clear about what they needed to do to get there, they got much better outcomes in their exams rather than just sticking to the visualization. So how does this translate into your goals, your health and wellness goals. Well, this is step two. So then what you have to do is have a plan and think about what it is that you're going to do. So remember, I talk about four pillars. Pillar number one, nutrition. And if your goal is weight loss, then that is where you want to be putting the most of your effort. You want to really be having a look at your nutrition and thinking about what changes you can make that are going to support your weight loss goals. 
Pillar number two is exercise. And exercise is really the key to feeling fit and fabulous. And as you go back to the podcast that I did last week, the benefits of exercise are longevity, feeling fit and fabulous. And of course, they help you to lose weight as well. Pillar number three is sleep. Sleep is so important for feeling fabulous. It's also important for our health and it's important for weight loss. So sleep has a pillar all of its own. And you want to be having eight hours of sleep a night. And the secret to this is really to have a bedtime that you go to every single night and you have a routine and you get up at the same time every single day, even at the weekend. Now, if you have kids, you'll probably find that relatively easy because kids have that ability to wake us up at the same time every single day. Now, pillar number four is mindset and emotions. And this is the way that we think about things. And it's what I call the foundation of the other three pillars. It really knits all of the pillars together. So let me just recap. Pillar number one, nutrition. Pillar number two, exercise. Pillar number three, sleep. Pillar number four, mindset and emotions. Now, this is where having a coach can really, really help you because it means that someone can give you an objective opinion about your goals and the changes that you're going to make. But if you don't have a coach, well, take me up on my free offer of my 30 minutes um, because that's a really helpful start. But what you want to be doing is breaking it down and thinking, okay, let's have a look at pillar number one, nutrition. What nutritional changes can I make? How do I want my nutrition to be in a year's time? What do I need to do to get to these goals? Now, if you want to lose weight, it's all about calories. Now, let me be clear. I do not teach people to count calories. I don't think teaching counting calories is a useful way to lose weight. Now, a caveat to that is if you're already doing it and it works for you, then that's great. Stick to it. But if you haven't started counting calories, I don't think it is, well, let's just say it's not what I teach. I teach healthy eating. But if you look at a cellular level and you look at what's going on in your body, you do have to have less calories going in than you're using up if you want to lose weight. The bottom line is if you want to lose weight, you have to give your body the opportunity to use its own internal energy stores, aka fat. You have to give your body the opportunity to be able to use that. And they say that a kilogram of fat is, I believe, 7,700 calories. So you have to use those calories in some way in order to be able to break that fat down. Now, it's a little bit more complicated and I did go into this a little bit more last week, but you have to be aware of that because you can't just say, okay, I'm going to carry on eating the same way and I'm going to lose weight because clearly that isn't going to work. So some of the things I would recommend just as a easy, some easy steps is to think about increasing the amount of vegetables you have, particularly green leafy vegetables. I would also recommend you to think about increasing legumes and lentils, which are really easy and versatile and most people can tolerate them and enjoy them. They've been shown that they're also good for healthy living as well. So that's where I would start. And when I work with my one-on-one clients, we start by changing your diet and changing what you're eating as opposed to how much you're eating and think about all the good healthy foods that you can have. 
and really moving away from refined white carbohydrates. So thinking about sugar and flour, pasta, rice, white potatoes, moving away from those and moving towards whole grains, vegetables, which are also carbohydrates, but a different sort of carbohydrate that's wrapped up in fiber. And also another thing I would say is think about the fats that you're using. And I always recommend extra virgin olive oil as your main fat. You, your body does need some fat, so you don't want to go totally low fat. So just a few things that you can do. And remember, you're looking at those major routes, those major roads. So you don't want to have to, you don't necessarily have to say, okay, in nine months time, I'm going to make this change. You just need to know the general direction that you're going and you can change things a little bit in time if something is working for you or isn't working for you or you're ready to make another change. But what you need to think about is those changes that you can make immediately. And step number three is to think about yourself making those changes. So to visualize yourself actually making those changes. So let's say, for example, you say, okay, I am going to increase the amount of lentils and legumes I have. So every single day, we're going to have a portion of lentils and legumes. What is that going to look like? It's going to look like having some hummus for lunch or a bean chili for dinner. And think about how that is going to impact your life, what you're going to do in terms of, you know, you're going to have to buy the lentils and legumes. Are you going to buy jarred or tinned or dried? And how are you going to incorporate that? So on a side note, I love lentils and legumes and I have moved away from buying them in jars, partly because I would buy, I'd go to the supermarket and buy these big glass jars of lentils and legumes. We only have a choice of three here in Spain. So we could choose chickpeas, um, white beans, or tinned, uh, sorry, jarred lentils. And this happened to me twice, but I would buy loads and loads of them, put them on the trolley, walk out to the car. And somehow, because I had so many, so that my trolley was so laden, I'd go around the corner, all the glass jars would fall off, and I would end up with broken glass everywhere. And invariably, I've got a glass splinter in my finger. Glass splinters are not great. And the second time this happened, I took it upon myself to say, this is a message from the universe. I'm just going to stick to dried lentils and legumes. And now I have a system where I, at nighttime, just soak them and I cook them in the slow cooker. And I often just cook more than I need. And so then I've got some in the fridge that I can use to just heat up or to turn into hummus or to add to a soup or a stew. I also sprout them and add them to salads. So it's just something I do really without having to think about it, it's something that's super easy. It's a system that I have bought up. Now, there is another part of step three that I recommend you do, and that is to have a think about the obstacles and the hard bits that are going to come up. So thinking about your lentils and legumes, it might be that you say, my kids don't like chickpeas. What's going to happen there? And think about that. Well, then in that case, depending on your kids, you could say, well, I'm going to allow them to pick them out. But it's really important to be aware of obstacles and barriers of things that's going to happen to you. For example, we have recently gone back to cycling. It's cold at the moment. We've had three weeks off cycling. I came back this morning going, oh my goodness, it's so stressful. I just can't cope with this. My son goes so slowly. He screams, he shouts. Everyone was cross with us in town because we were going so slowly and telling us we should go on the pavement. Oh my goodness, this is just a disaster. And part of my brain is going, you could just take them in the car. You could just give up now and take them in the car. 
And another part of me is saying, it's just the first week back. You just have to readapt to get in the first week back. And it's unfortunate that the weather is bad. Next week, the weather will be better and you can keep going. They're going to build up their fitness levels. It's just going to be easier. But if I don't have that forethinking of this is just an obstacle, just get up and keep going, then it is easy to say, okay, I'm just going to take them in the car and life is much easier. But that's cutting out on a huge amount of exercise that we wouldn't be doing. Okay, so let's just recap. 2021 is the year that you are going to have your health and weight goals. So whether that's just eating healthily, living a healthy life for longevity's sake and for feeling amazing and really enjoying what you can do with your body, then that's amazing. Or it might be that you want to lose weight and that is amazing too, particularly from a health point of view. So step number one, visualize where you want to get to. Step number two, think about the route that you're going to take to get there. So specifically thinking about the four pillars, exercise, nutrition, sleep, and mindfulness, um, the way we think about things and emotions. Step number four, think about what you're going to do every single day and think about the obstacles as well. So you have homework. If you would like some help with this homework and you want to take me up on one of those free sessions, then just email me at orlina at drorlina.com and let me know a little bit about you and let me know what time zone you're in. Have a fabulous day and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. so much for listening to this podcast episode. Remember, you can sign up for Dr. Orlina's Simple System to Healthy Living for Families at drorlina, D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash simple dash system. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I ask that you share it with somebody else who would also benefit so that I can reach more people and help more people live healthily. And lastly, if you are interested in working with a coach, then just email me at orlina at drorlina.com and we can set up a time to chat. Absolutely no obligation. I love chatting. So come and chat with me. Bye-bye.